0: Podcast is brought to you in part by Legacy Now. Legacy Now is a ministry I lead that exists to serve those that serve others, primarily in the student ministry space. If I can serve you and for more information about my ministry or to connect with me on social media, you can find more information at LegacyNow.me. That's LegacyNow.me. Hey there, thanks for joining the podcast. Hope you're doing well. A uh, couple thoughts tonight that I wanted to unpack uh, about one topic that has been prevalent here on the porch lately. And uh, really the last couple months, this topic has come up quite a few times. And uh, I've obviously, as a human, have wrestled with this topic myself too. And even in these days, frankly, uh, if you turn on the TV or you look online or you have a conversation, it's really easy to be discouraged. I, I want to talk about discouragement for, for a few moments tonight because I get a sense, even recently I was talking to a very good friend who just said, man, I'm discouraged. Just the election, culture, politics, um, this virus and what's happened with, with so many things, the ramifications of it, how it's changed everything. And I totally get him. I, I feel it. I, I feel it. All the time when I talk to people, a ton of discouragement, even in my own life as I'm navigating a little bit of a season of change in my own world. And I spent time today with a great friend who helped me reset my perspective a little bit. But I think discouragement is just, it's common. And frankly, it's biblical. You can even read the words of Paul where he talks about being in prison, going, I don't want to be here, but if I'm going to be here, I'm going to trust you, God. But he. On his big three missionary journeys, none of them went the way he planned for the most part. And whether that was a shipwreck or being arrested or uh, things going on or having to write letters to churches who were fighting with themselves that he was hoping would be a healthy, let's go church. All of a sudden he's having to write letters about how to talk to each other and how to deal with each other because of the infighting with people starting in church. Uh, that's not new, by the way. Um, obviously, it goes back to the Bible. So... I think discouragement is just one of those things, and and these days it's magnified because we live in a world where stuff comes so fast and it's overwhelming, and if that's all we hear, it sure is easy to get stuck in that problem of discouragement, and I don't know what you do when you get discouraged, I don't don't know what your go-to is, for me, it's usually I sit back here on the porch and I think, I talk to people, I listen to music, I read, I try to take stock of the situation Uh, sometimes the situation is overwhelming you've got to take time and hit the brakes and and ask what voice am I listening to right now am I listening to the voice of discouragement because the voice of God never intends to discourage you he might convict you but conviction and discouragement are two different things the Holy Spirit might convict you of a sin or might convict you of a decision but it's not there to discourage you it's there to challenge you to be more like Jesus the, the voice of discouragement is not from God Many, many years ago When I was on staff for crew uh, I still call it student venture because I'm old But um, that was the name of the ministry When I went for it um, We were at a staff retreat And, and uh, this incredibly godly woman Talked about the devotional And she talked about In times of trial You have to quit gazing at your problems And glancing at God you got to flip it you got to gaze at God and glance at your problem. Sure, we need to be aware of it. Sure, we can't avoid it. But we got to gaze at Him. we got to turn our sights on Him fully. And spend so much time looking at Him and not looking at the problem. Because the problem is overwhelming. This world is broken. This world is damaged. The minute Adam and Eve ate that apple, brokenness entered this world. We live in a broken, broken world And if you don't know that Just turn on the news for 10 minutes It's just a broken world Yet we have hope And the thing I, I say all the time To myself and others Is when you're in a moment of doubt Or a moment of desperation Or a moment of discouragement It's okay, it's okay to struggle You're free to struggle But as the famous saying is It's okay, you're free to struggle But you're not struggling to be free Because of the grace of God and the blood of Christ, you are free. And in those moments of struggle, we can't get stuck on the problem. We have to land on hope. If you have a relationship with Jesus, our hope is not in this world. Our hope is not in a politician. Our hope is not in culture fixing itself. Our hope is not in the bank account, thank God. Our hope is not in... Whatever all those things are. That's not where my ultimate hope is. My hope is not even at people. People will let you down. I've let people down. You've let people down. That's what we do. We're really good at that as humans. But God doesn't. Our hope is in heaven. Our hope is eternal. Our hope is not temporal. And if you gaze at that, and you long for that, the more you do that, this thing wears up in your spirit, in your soul, It cleanses your soul, and reminds you that you weren't meant for this world. You were meant for something better and something longer. And one day we'll be there. Well, that's on his timing, but while we're here, we can't get stuck, we can't get discouraged, we can't lose hope. One of my good friends talks a lot about for him one of those things that he does is he he reads scripture he, he's one of those guys that read the bible a lot you know those people that read the bible a lot and uh, I hear him use this verse regularly it's in uh, psalm 116 it says this I love the Lord for he heard my voice he heard my cry for mercy because he turned his ear to me I will call on him as long as I live I love the Lord for he heard my voice meaning God hears my specific voice I don't know if you've ever been in that moment where like, God, there's billions of people talking to you, why do you care about me? But he heard my voice. He heard my cry for mercy. And because he turned his ear to me, he heard me, he's listening to me, I will call on him for as long as I live. I love that statement. God, because you listen, because you're here, because you're present, I know that you're aware. God's not unaware of the current political climate in America. God's not unaware of the current racial issues in America. God's not unaware of the coronavirus and the consequences that have happened culturally because of that. God's not unaware of my challenges I'm dealing with right now. He's not unaware of that. In fact, he's been his ear my way. He's listening. He's present. He's with me. And the more I can tune into that, I still might be discouraged, sure. But I can have hope. And that hope grows the more time you gaze at Him, and you long for Him. I honestly believe discouragement is one of the best tools of the enemy. He uses it to prevent us from living the way He wants us to live and being who He wants us to be. He uses those lies of discouragement to prevent us from having those conversations we need to have or we want to have. He uses those, those voices in our mind and heart to tell us that's just who you are. No, just, just settle. Just settle for that. That's just who you are. It's not true. you are a new creation. We were given a new name. We're the sons and daughters of the Lord Most High. We have access to Him. He listens to us. He bends His ear in our direction. So moments of discouragement, gaze at Him. Don't gaze at your problems. Gaze at Him. In moments of discouragement, allow yourself the freedom it's okay I don't have to stay here and the other thing I would say is this and this is for me you've heard me say this a billion times on this podcast or if you've been back here on the porch we talk about it all the time uh, I, I fully believe if you don't have people in your life you can talk to about it uh, you weren't meant to do this alone and there are times especially in discouragement where you need to surround yourself with people who help you uh, see the truth and see the lies people who can speak to you and love and listen because they, they care and they're for you and they want to walk through this with you. And if you don't have that person, pray that God brings them into your life and look for them. And then go be that person for someone else. I know i said that before, but I'm just going to say that a ton because I believe we were meant for community. And especially in moments of discouragement. Some of us want to get back on our shell and be left alone, and I get it. But that's the last thing we need to do. Yeah, you need to have time by yourself to gaze with a big gaze at God hundred percent I'm, I'm not saying it can be around people all the time but but in your rhythm of walking through discouragement bring some other people into your circle that you, that you trust and love It can help you process what you're thinking it's one of my favorite things about this place about the porch uh, some new guys were over last night and we were hanging out and I was telling a little bit of the, the history of this place and uh, and I just casually said, man, if these walls could talk, and I said that on the first podcast, but if these walls could talk, the amount of stories they've heard and the things, uh, the good and the bad and the challenging, uh, I love that. But I also love, in almost every case, we've tried to find a way to land on hope. In the midst of some really tough, life-defining moments, we've tried to find the hope or land on a place to know that God is still with us, even though it feels like everything's crumbling. If you're discouraged right now, that's okay. Don't hide it. Don't hide it from God because He knows. And don't hide it from those in your circle. They might be suspicious too. But you got to open the door and say, Hey, I, can you help me think through this? Can you help me process this? Would you listen to me as I just process what I'm thinking right now or why I'm overwhelmed? And just be available. Just listen. The same thing God does for you and for me. He bends His ear and He listens he's available, he's present. Maybe you need someone to be present in your life right now. Maybe you need to be present in someone else's life right now because our culture is filled with discouragement. I, uh, I've i come to learn now in my gray beard season of my life, is the beard and the goatee have turned gray. I, I've learned that discouragement, yes, it's a tooled enemy, but also it's a trampoline for trust. It's an opportunity for me to propel myself in a place of deeper trust that I don't even know if I'm capable of but I'm going to jump and trust that God's going to hold me and that He's going to be with me and it's an opportunity to put my faith into action and discouragement is those moments where your faith becomes very real you discover very quickly do I really believe this to be true do I believe that God of the universe loves me and bends His ear my way and that I will be with Him forever and I have a hope of heaven on my heart because if I don't Discouragement will overwhelm you. It breaks my heart all the time when I hear stories, especially of teenagers who make a decision to end this life because of those voices, because of discouragement, because of lies, because of frustration. And I've been to too many funerals of teenagers who have made really tragic choices. And uh, it just breaks my heart. And I often think in my heart, did you have a community of people you could talk to about it, or did you take advantage of it? And maybe they did. And it's not that black and white. I get it. Every situation is different. But in my heart of hearts, I believe, for me, there's so much freedom known when I struggle. I have people with me in my circle. I have people willing to get muddy with me, who are willing to jump in and go, I know it sucks, but I'm with you. I know this is weird, I know this is awful, but let's figure it out together. If you don't have that, please find it. And if you're not that for someone, please be it. Because we all need people to be anchors for us in times of discouragement. God is bending his ear in your direction right now. What are you telling him? Are you unpacking the the true, what's going on in your heart? Are you doing a superficial "Hey God, thanks, I love you, bless this food, Amen"? Or are you you knuckle dragging, like getting real serious, going, "God, this is this is this is bad. This is bad. I'm bloody and I'm hurt and I'm frustrated, but I need you." I think it's those moments of realness that allow our discouragement to fade away as we gaze at Him, and our problems fade away. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. That's a few thoughts to report tonight about discouragement. I'll talk to you soon.